Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is the Lake Show. Steve in for Henry tonight on a Monday night. Uh, you normally hear me on Saturdays between 3 and 6 o'clock. And then, of course, filling in for Henry from time to time. Thanks so much for joining us. Chris Tubbs is our producer and will be alongside through 9 o'clock tonight. I freaked out my daughter this morning. <laughs> and it's kind of unfair because over the weekend we, we were kind of chatting. Uh, we got together and met as a family at the Walker Art Center in Minneapolis. And we watched uh, the film. And this has been an annual holiday tradition. Uh, we go to the uh, Arrow Awards film. That is the British Arrow Awards. And it is a, a film dedicated to the top television advertisements in the U.K. And we've been doing it for years and years. A little time off during COVID, but we, we've rejuvenated this tradition. And then following the film, we were kind of hanging out in the lobby. and So how is the shopping going? Are you ready? and so on and so forth. And no one's really got a lot done on that front. And then this morning, uh, my youngest still lives at home, and I said to her, you know, Christmas Eve is, well, actually Christmas Day, this was this morning, is three weeks away, 21 days yeah, and if I'm doing the math right, Chris can confirm it is December 4th in 21 days. In exactly three weeks, it'll be Christmas Day. So time's going quick. It, it is moving right along. Yes, you are correct. Three days or three weeks, seven days, 21 10, days, three, yeah. 21 days yeah. four, seven, 14, 21. That does make it the 25th. So, yes, you yeah. are correct. All right, thank you so much for that. I, I put my public education, baby. I, I put my Anoka Hennepin Schools math. 
to work there a moment ago, and I'm sure you were impressed. But as we get ready for the holidays, we've already seen, you know, some of the traditional holiday fare. Uh, some radio stations in town have gone all holiday music. And I, I think one went all holiday like the day after Halloween. Like, like they went all holiday music. <laughs> too soon, man. No, I, too I'm soon. serious. It was uh, early. No, one of them went all, all Christmas. That is lazy programming by that PD. Um, but it's probably I, one I of our stations. It, I think I think it pays dividends. I I think. Oh, people love their people Christmas stuff. It. People love it. But for me, I'm not really into the music till about a week out, and then give me about a week uh, from say the 16th, 17th. You know, that that weekend before, leading through, and then I'm good. And then by the 26th, I'm ready to move on. So See, I can, that, I, I'll do, me. yeah, I'll do, like, the, the evening of Thanksgiving, I will do. Oh, yeah, that's, I, I suppose. Yeah, like, right, like, the night of Thanksgiving till, like, halfway through Christmas. And then once we get to, like, late Christmas afternoon, I'm like, I'm done. I'm, re- I'm ready to move on. Like, I, I I don't know. I, I want the tree down. I want the all of the decorations down. Like, I just, it's like a breakup. I just want it to be erased from my memory. Yeah. So I, I'm good about a week out. Now, I, I'm a little jaded in all of this because earlier in my career in Sioux Falls, I worked at the Light Rock Station in town, and that was 92.5. K-E-L-O. Oh, and it still is. Yeah. I, I, I think they went country on that signal. Yeah. They, they, I, and they yeah, may have they, moved they things around on the dial. But but way back in the day, uh, we we would do all holiday music. You were a light and, rock and jock, huh? What's that? You were a light rock jock. When, when I got my first gig in Sioux Falls, I was doing nights on light. And then I I kind of moved into other things wow. really quickly. My my goal was to get a play by play gig down there. And you're going to do that by walking the air supply ramp, right? Correct. Okay, I see the hey, connection. No, no, no. Hold on a second. What? Number one, you got to get a gig to pay the bills. You, you need a roof over your head. You got to eat. So once I was in town and had a way to pay the bills, yeah. my friend, then I was kind of like reaching out. How do I get a play-by-play? Hey, man, I, there, that, there's that, see, there, there's no shame in playing the best of air supply, okay? Just because... Yeah, but, well, that was only 11 months a year. <laughs> there, there was a solid month between Thanksgiving and Christmas that I got a fill of all the holiday music. So that's why I'm a bit jaded. Okay. But I still have my favorites, and I know you do too. And I, I like kind of the... Some of the holiday shows that come out, the holiday specials, Rudolph, Frosty, um, the the Grinch, um, all of, all of that sort of stuff. I really, really love it. Yeah, I, so, see, I, I I like them. My thing with those is is they've taken it off of network TV. Like everything used to be on CBS, like you know, Channel Four, CCO up here, and it's like everything's now on the streaming platforms, like. You know, Charlie Brown, yeah, Rudolph. Um, remember the old one that, that was Twas the Night Before Christmas that had the clockmaker? Yeah, with, Frosty with, with, the Snowman. Yes. You know, huge. The, the yes. Grinch who stole Christmas. You know, huge. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah, there you go. And 
I, I thought we'd have a little fun with that and, and share our favorites when it comes to holiday programming. And we had to narrow it down. And, and we kind of did, you know, a movie, a TV show, and a song. Only one. Yeah, if you, know, if, be, yeah, because if you could go one. The, the list, you could go on and on and on. But, but we had to narrow it down to one. And by the way, if you want to share your favorite holiday TV show, movie, or song, and it's only one, you can't say, well, you know, I like this one, but I also like this one. You no, get one you of each. Just, you, that, that's it. One. One. You, you that's get it. one. One of each, yeah. Cities One Plumbing and Heating Talk and Text Line. Uh, so, so share one if you'd like. We'd love to hear from you, Chris Tubbs. Um, since you played a clip from The Grinch, mm-hmm. I'll just spill the beans. For for me, it's number one. The original, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Okay. I did a little check. First appeared on CBS in 1966. Really good stuff. Wow. Yeah. There's something to these old school, it's just the, the, the pure, you know, when I became a dad, I, I'm like, I have to show my kid like she oh, has sure. to see, the, you know, it's part of like handing it down. And now they're on the streaming platform. So she she couldn't care less. I'm like, so all of the everything that I was excited to to, you know, share with her. I don't really. But here is my and uh, I think you'll recognize this one. Here is my favorite holiday slash Christmas special. That sound familiar? Yeah. Yeah, good old Charlie Brown. Yes. Yeah, that, that is good. And that's my mom's favorite. She just absolutely loves that. As a matter of fact, uh, before they left town for a couple of weeks, you know, we were talking about that over on, or on Thanksgiving, and she said that, that you know, is her absolute favorite. It, it's a great story. Oh, I, I think the, yeah, the, the whole, like, Halloween to Thanksgiving to Christmas. I, I think that like, Charles Schultz and Peanuts, like they they nailed those three. Like that is a trilogy that cannot be beat. Yeah, and I, and I love when the adults speak. <laughs> and then you find out <laughs> that, you're is, like, that is brilliant. And you're then so you become an adult. You're like, that's how kids really think of us. Like now, I, I didn't get it. Yeah, for for sure. And that that that's a good one, Chris. All right, movies. Okay. And uh, I'll let you go first. Favorite holiday movie? You get one. What is it? And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, fourth flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless, hopeless, heartless, fat. Bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey s***. He is. Whoa. Hallelujah. Holy s***. Where's the Tylenol? That, yeah. That was my ringtone at one point. Yeah, Jelly of the Month, right? Oh, yes, uh, Mr. Ed Shirley. That is, I, I know people say it's like, you know, one of the worst in the National Lampoon's installments. I don't care. Like, for me, you can give me Christmas vacation on a loop. And I'm perfectly yeah. fine with that. Like that's that's my go-to. If I could, if I had to watch only one Christmas movie, it is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and it's to me it's not particularly close. I I think that movie does a great job of capturing some of the family dynamic 
on the holidays. I, I, th- I think it was uh, autobiographical. Yeah, yeah I, I just think it's, it, it, it's brilliant. <laughs> based on a true regard. story, right? I mean, I thought that's one of the disclaimers when it comes up at the front, based on a true story. Yeah, for me, it's not. It's not even close. It, it's number one. It, I, I have to find it every year, and it's a wonderful life. The nineteen forty-six. That's a Christmas present from a very dear friend of mine. Debuted Frank Capra, Jimmy Stewart, Donna Reed. Um, f- for me, and the first time I saw it, you know, I-, I was a kid and didn't pay much attention. This film has more and more meaning for me each and every year. And by the way, you'll be able to see It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve this year, Saturday night on NBC. They're going to run it in prime time on Christmas Eve. And they, they've done that for years. And it, it is just phenomenal about counting your blessings, you know, and, and really how one individual can impact the lives of so many. It, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful story, and I love it. Uh, quick break. If you want to share uh, your favorite Holiday movie, holiday TV show, by all means do so. When we come back, we'll have a little fun with music. Just one, your favorite holiday song and why. Uh, Cities One, Plumbing and Heating Talk and Text Line, 651-461-9226. Here on News Talk, A3OWCCO. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There it is for me. You know, of all the Christmas songs, there's a lot of good ones. 
to try and narrow it down to one, I think Andy Williams and uh, the most wonderful time of the year really captures it for me. I, I think the lyrics are perfect. It's upbeat, so on and so forth. Um, it, it's, it's not the most religious of holiday songs, but as far as Christmas songs go, I, I really like that Andy Williams. So, so when that when that pops onto the radio and I happen to be uh, scanning through, I, I will stop and give it a listen. I, I I think it's terrific. And if you want to share favorite holiday TV show, movie, song, by all means, City Cities One Plumbing and Heating Talk and Text Line, and we'll go there right now. Uh, Bing Crosby, White Christmas came in. Um, Nat King Cole's Oh Holy Night. Oh, Nat King Cole. What a talent. Um, As far as movies go, how about A Christmas Story? That that that's a great one. Thanks for, yep. for sharing. I, I I made the I mean the lamp the the lamp the uh, you know the Red Rider the you know triple dog dare with the tongue on yeah. the pole yeah yeah tongue on the frozen oh pole. yes yep now yeah, that, let's be honest we've all done that right I mean we've all been well I mean, yeah. we, we've all put some part of our body on cold that sounds really bad let me walk that back. Uh, we've all put like a, a finger, or a, you know, a tongue or a nose or something. No, on my, my, my uncle Marty was what five years older than me, so my mom's youngest brother, and my mom's the oldest, and I'm the oldest child. So that's why I'm so close to age with Uncle Marty. Years ago, when we were living on Maryland Avenue in St. Paul, just east to Como Park, uh, my grandpa had. Um, a good old chain link fence in the backyard, really to keep the rabbits out of his garden. I I, I, th- I think was one of the keys in all of it. But he talked me into it. I was probably four or five years old, and I'll never forget it. That that's something you only do once. You, yeah, something you only do once. I hope. See, well, um, you you did it as a kid. Some of us did it as adults oh, no, no, when we were no. inebriated, and it was something no. that. We, we were oh, yeah. it, it was it was peer pressure and too much liquid courage and I yeah mean, Uncle re- Marty re- talked me into it young no you weren't going to get me to do that <laughs> yeah. again unless you were drinking at five and yeah. your Uncle Marty no 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 okay all right no. that's fair that's fair yeah I, I, I blame it on him but I, he taught me an early <laughs> lesson uh, speaking of the Grinch uh, Thurl Ravenscroft who sang the Grinch song did it in one take um that, that's pretty good like like some of the people here at cco they're mm-hmm. able to pop into the studio and do their ads in one take oh one cut like, yeah like like adam carter he'll go in and knock out four or five 60 second ads you know it'll take him under 10 minutes to do it it's unbelievable yeah some people just have yeah. that gift to you know grip it and rip it yeah um all right chris your favorite song only one only one, only huh? One. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's a. I, I do have uh, my friend Sean Skinner from uh, Fox Nine, one of the awesome producers and a regional Emmy winner, by the way. Just want to put that out, telling me nice. that uh, yeah, some people, those people that say Christmas Vacation is the worst installment, they are uh, they're wrong because nobody should say that. But anyway, here. So I agree with you, Sean. And here is my all-time. If I had to, sing, if I had to listen to one song, this is it. 
And it's George Michael and the other guy yeah. from Wham. And yes, and I know it's I, I know it's Andrew Ridgely, and I know that. I know that. No, no. I love it. I, I, I thought he was a great talent. And George he, Michael, he, it was yes. a shame when he passed. Yeah, I, he yeah. was so incredibly great talented. Talent. Yeah, yeah, and this is one of those. I, the more that I, I see that, you know, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. That's a big one. I know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm kind of over that. When she wanted to call herself the Queen of Christmas, that just kind of got me off the Mariah Carey train. And I'm, I will always be on the Wham train. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love Wham. But yeah, the last, last Christmas. I don't like the remakes, though. Like, you got to have the original, right? Yeah. And, and I think some of the old, the, the old ones, like the other day, I, and I can't remember where I was. May may have been the hardware store, but they had the holiday music on, and and kind of like the Burl Ives, have a holly jolly. Oh, Christmas. Burl Ives, that, yes, that, that's a good one. Or or Gene Autry, um, here comes Santa Claus. Just love that, but I could only pick one. The, so yeah, and, and those see those but songs. Yeah, the, the, the singing cowboy Gene Autry, here comes Santa Claus. Here, you know. Just great. Well, the, these yeah, the, these songs that have been out for for years. I don't even want to call them classics. They're, you know, vintage. It's just it's it's pure. You know what I mean? It's not overproduced like we get some of them today. And that's just they didn't have the technology back then. But all of these, they they have that kind of that 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 full sound that just you know that it's an iconic Christmas or holiday song. Because you can't replicate that sound nowadays. Yeah, and if I think about it, you know, all of my stuff is old school. Um, The Grinch debuted in 66, first appeared on TV. It's a Wonderful Life appeared in theaters in 1946. And that Andy Williams song, I'm not sure when it was first released, released, had to be in the 70s. I got to look that up. I'm curious. So... All my stuff is, is pretty old school. Well, thanks again. And and by the way, it's not too late. Share uh, your favorite holiday yeah, TV. We'll circle, we'll circle back yeah. around. Holiday movies, holiday songs. We'll continue. Hey, when we come back, we'll do the weather. And then very important story, especially if you have a dog in the house, that there's a lot of concern about uh, these dog illnesses, participants particularly respiratory infections that are floating around. And we're going to get into that uh, with Dr. Gene Gazki, veterinarian, in a moment here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. I'm sure you have seen the stories, heard the stories, about uh, dogs becoming ill all over the country. And... It appears to be some sort of respiratory illness, and we thought we'd visit with uh, Dr. Gene Gazki uh, from VCA Bloomington Animal Hospital tonight. Gene, it's been a while. I hope you're doing well. I am. Uh, how are you been doing? Yeah, good, good. Hanging in there. Uh, I, I I told my youngest daughter, uh, we have three weeks until Christmas. Are you ready? And she's kind of like, why did you tell me that? <laughs> yeah, puts a little stressor on it all, doesn't yeah, that, it? That, that's exactly right. Yeah, three weeks to go. Um, 
Dr. Gatsky, uh, what, what's going on? There's a lot of stories about uh, what, what could be going on with our canine friends. Uh, the, there's a lot of illness floating around the country. There is. And, you know, long story short, Steve, we still just don't really understand and know the cause of it. Um, and there's no reason to believe that it, it's going to pass to people or it's caused by the COVID, you know, um, 19. Um, we have had uh, this respiratory complex. It's actually called canine infectious respiratory disease complex. C-I-R-D-C, um, and that's a big player in all of this. Um, earlier this summer, we had a break in one of those players in that complex called canine influenza, where we had to have certain uh, humane societies shut down because it spread so quickly. This disease complex is made up of several different kinds of bacteria and viruses that we will normally see that can inhabit the dog's respiratory tract for some reason that sets one of these off or stress or illness or just the contagious if they're not vaccinated will allow one or more of these um, organisms to actually start replicating and cause problems. It can stay in the upper respiratory tract, so that's, you know, certainly more coughing, but it also can cause pneumonia. And so we see trends um, that happen throughout the United States, and sometimes we see heavy pockets here and there. Um, so we just don't know if it's actually there is a new virus that's going to be part of this complex or if there's a new part of a bacteria. Uh, it's just too early to know. But the good news is there's a lot that can be done to prevent your dog from getting this more severe cases that they have been reporting that can end up in pneumonia. And unfortunately, some of these dogs end up dying. And so, um, you know, the most important thing is staying up on their respiratory uh, disease viruses um, with their vaccines. So um, making sure they have their Bordetella shot um, would be important. And also the canine influenza shot. Um, those are two big players that we want to make sure that people stay up to date with those vaccines because it does tend to decrease the, um, the probability of those dogs coming down with it. Um, other things would be is like limit your dog's time around other dogs right now, why this outbreak is ha happening. And if at all possible, you know, reduce time at doggy daycare, limit, you know, time in boarding facilities, which I know is going to be really hard during the, the holidays here, but maybe consider um, in-home pet setters instead. Um, avoid dog parks, just go out for a walk with your dog versus taking them to a dog park. And avoid, you know, water bowls that are, are shared because we do know some of these are passed through direct contact from dog to dog. But other of these complex um, organisms that we see can actually be picked up just on surfaces. So um, it's a definitely another thing that, uh, you know, people can prevent. And then to monitor your dog for any of these respiratory illnesses, um, they usually present with coughing, sneezing. They can have nasal or eye discharge. Um, they can actually start um, having more labored breathing or rapid breathing. They can get really um, lethargic and weak. You, you may see a dip in their appetite. And, um, you know, sometimes when we get them into the office, we can actually see that they have um, a fever. And so you really should try to get an appointment in to a veterinarian as soon as you can if you're starting to see some of these signs. Sometimes it's self-limiting. 
We'll evaluate them and know that by the time they get in, the cough is already decreasing. Um, it has a, a seven to 10 day course that it runs. Sometimes we have to give them antibiotics. Um, sometimes we don't. In the mere se- severe cases, we may even have to take x-rays to, to determine whether or not there's pneumonia or not. Yeah, so any sign of a cough would be one where you probably want to get an appointment? In this time, uh, yeah, because we're seeing these outbreaks, I think it's important to you know keep up on that. Now, there are certain dogs that typically will cough because there's another reason. So this is something out of the ordinary where it's not just, sure. oh, the dog's cough before this is something new for that dog and the cough is persistent uh, the cough keeps the dog up overnight and then again associated with any of those other symptoms i talked about loss of appetite or drainage or anything like that where a dog is you know truly acting um, more lethargic or sick by the way we're being joined by dr jean getsky vet at vca bloomington animal hospital uh, she is the medical director there um, and it, it, it's one of those where there, there's a lot of research and, and a lot of concern. Uh, beyond going to the vet, is it just one of those where it's kind of like with humans, rust, fluids, et cetera, and just take it easy? Yeah, supportive care. I mean, you certainly, if you have a dog that is exhibiting these symptoms, one of the things is to shelter, you know, just uh, not allow that dog to see other dogs certainly helps decrease the spread. So, you know, not taking them somewhere. If your dog has got some cough, just keep them at home. Um, Even cleaning toys between the dogs in the household, because one dog may be coughing and the other one isn't. And so just making sure they're not, you know, sharing the same dog bowl, trying to do some isolation um, is very helpful. I mean, we just don't know enough. And some people believe it's just really not anything new that we haven't seen before. Um, We have a lot lot more breeds that are more popular that seem to have a more uh, higher predilection of getting some of these, like some of the Frenchies and the dogs that have kind of a a short respiratory tract, that's kind of the, the, you know, the the smush face or like a Boston sure. Terriers and things like that. They, they sometimes can, you know, exhibit these symptoms more because they're already under d- distress because of their respiratory tract. Um, people travel with their dogs more. They take them places more. So we've got lots of reasons that we know that these things actually can have certain outbreaks in certain areas. And it's really just trying to do preventative care if they do have it, seek the um, you know the information from your local veterinarian and bringing them in. Sometimes it is supportive care. Sometimes it is antibiotics. Um, sometimes it takes a couple different antibiotics. Um, and then if it does advance to pneumonia, then we take you know further uh, actions of potentially sometimes uh, hospitalizing them and things like that. But there are things that we can do. It's just not ignoring some of those symptoms and. Again, keeping your dogs up to date on those respiratory vaccines are really important. And one of the things we've talked about over the years when you've joined us here on CCO is dog parks in general. It's kind of one of those where you got to tread lightly in general or, you know, large dog daycares. A lot of facilities do it great. But in this particular situation, you, you want to take a step back. You brought that up earlier. But you, you've kind of had, you know, warnings about 
you know, dog parks in general, because number one, you don't know the other dogs at the dog park. You don't know what's on the ground in the dog park. I mean, there's, there's a lot of factors to be leery of. Yeah, that's a good point, Steve. I mean, if you're going to a dog park, you know, you really should make sure, one, your dogs are all up to date on vaccines um, and very important. Two, that they are on the proper preventative heartworm and internal parasite control and flea and tick control because you never know what they're going to pick up there. So those are really important. Um, Sometimes dog parks form groups of a certain people that show up at the same time, you know, every day so they know which dogs play with each other. And that's kind of a good way to know that. But there's always the loose canon of not knowing who the new dog is and who's going to get along with whatever dog there is. I, I think they're a great way for people to socialize and enjoy their pets. But also there's a little caution um, in that because there is a little higher risk of some of these other things happening. Um, nothing kind of beats that just nice, great long walks with you and your dog. Um, it's a win-win situation. You get exercise, they get exercise. So that's also a, a great way to get them outdoors and in a safer way. Um, a couple other things I wanted to get into before you, you uh, we ran out of time here tonight. Once again, Dr. Gene Gadsky is joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, pets in the holidays. Uh, I mentioned three weeks from Christmas already. It's hard to believe, but uh, the, there are extra hazards for dogs and cats around the house, uh, the food, the decorations, etc. And you, you have some warnings about that as well. Oh, of course. You know, well, just disruption in their normal routine. So sometimes animals don't like changing routine and all the chaos that that brings can set off anxiety with the pets themselves, dogs and cats. Um, You know, certainly the foods, um, they're more readily available, the candies, the chocolates that may be left out. Um, Decorations turn into play toys for some dogs and cats alike, and they start swallowing things they shouldn't. So that's, you know, definitely an issue. And then just after the meals, the garbage doesn't get taken out correctly and the animals get in the garbage. So lots of extra care. Um, Sometimes it's just safer to have your pet away from all the chaos and give them a quiet spot when people are over. It prevents people from inadvertently feeding your pet the wrong food so they don't develop vomiting and diarrhea the next day or some type of GI upset. So all those things kind of play in part to kind of what's going on. Also, not a fan of people getting pets over the holidays. Now, we're a little different this year because we don't have the snow, but it is very hard to house train a puppy, per se, um, through the winter time. So it's better to plan when there's an easier time to housebreak them and spend that time. Um, it's just uh, sometimes a knee-jerk reaction to get your children a pet, and, you know, you really need to think through that process because it's a, a lifetime commitment. And, and there's one other. Uh, with, with Christmas three weeks away, uh, New Year's Day is four weeks away, and a lot of people make resolutions about, oh, I'm going to exercise, and I'm going to eat right, and I'm going to lose weight. But we, we can really enforce that with our dogs and cats and i know day in and day out in your practice you you, you see overweight dogs and cats and that has huge health impacts 
Well, it certainly does. I mean, we, we talk all the time of the impact of obesity. And, and I say, tell people, don't kill them with kindness and love and food. I mean, dogs can't open the refrigerator. Cats can't open the refrigerator. They, you know, people are giving them these things. They don't portion feed or they leave food out all the time. Those are, you know, ways that we can actually prevent our pets from getting overweight to begin with if you portion feed and you know don't overdo it and treat Um, less than 10 percent of their calories should really come from treats and there's a lot of treats out there that people don't realize are just loaded with calories kind of like giving them candy bars on a daily basis so um, most treats and everything should actually say how many calories they have per serving and that's a good thing to look up before you start giving your pet certain treats yeah, so it, it is one of those things where the humans can manage that, it, and it, it really is important, uh, especially if, if you're concerned about longevity. It, it has a gigantic impact. Oh, of course it does. We know that dogs and cats that are on mean body mass, so that are <clears throat> adequately at their normal weight, live much longer than animals that are over overweight, and they also get things like diabetes because of that and heart disease, kidney disease, all those things happen because of obesity. Well, it's always good to visit with you, Jean. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and, and your family, and hopefully we can visit again soon. Oh, same to you, Steve. Always good to talk with you, and, and hopefully everyone will have a safe holiday with their pets and enjoy the, you know, the holiday without a lot of stress and emergency visits. Yeah. Uh, no doubt. Have a good evening. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Bye-bye. Dr. Jean Gazki, Medical Director at VCA Bloomington Animal Hospital, joining us here tonight on News Talk E3O-WCCO. Quick break. We'll come back. Some great sports news. We got a champion in our midst. They call Northfield home. We'll have that in story in a moment. Santa won't be back Christmas Eve. It sounds strange, I know. It's hard to believe. But the state patrol's watching everybody these days. He was weaving in the sky in his reindeer sleigh. So they radioed to Yeah, there it is, Sherwin Linton. Santa got a DWI. Um, on some lists, the worst Christmas song of all time. Oh, man. Yeah, that that's one for the book. Santa got a DWI. Oh. And we got great news. St. Olaf won the 2023 NCAA Division Three Men's Soccer Championship. 2-1 to one in overtime against Amherst on Sunday. Great stuff. The only Hakeem Morgan even the game at 1-1 in the 62nd minute. The game stayed knotted through the rest of regulation. Before forward Casey McCloskey tallied the game winner, St. Olaf goalkeeper from Holy Angels and uh, Minneapolis native selected as the most outstanding defensive player. That's great stuff. St. Olaf, your men's soccer champion of 2023. First ever MIAC team to win a title. That's pretty cool. We'll have the news. We'll have the weather in a moment. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 